0: Hey everybody, I'm QB for Culturalist Theory and in this video we are ranking the 6 studio albums from the gentleman of Bad Boy Records, 112. This list will not include the EP with just Slim and Mike or any solo records. Remember to give this video a thumbs up and comment if you like what you see, subscribe if you love it, and give us a super thanks if you want to keep the lights on. Now that that's out of the way, let's get to it. Number 6. Hot & Wet 112 left Bad Boy in early 2002 and had a deal with Def Jam imprint Def Soul by the summer. could be that following Puff's acquittal in the club shooting case and everything else he had going on that the group felt they weren't getting the attention or control they'd earned after three Platinum Plus albums and decided to move on. After some negotiations over ownership of the aforementioned albums, the Bad Boy Def Jam collaboration was on. Recorded at Daddy's house studio, Puff can be heard on a few records shouting out the Def Jam-Bad Boy collab on ad-libs, seemingly giving his blessing to this project. Check out the song Every Day, where the group sings about their journey in the game and these contract situations. The production of the album itself was split between group member Duran Jones, who did the single Na 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 and Stevie J, who did the title track Hot and Wet. The singles cracked the Billboard 100, hanging out around the 70s before falling off the chart altogether. Not what we were expecting after the success of Part Three. Number five, Q, Mike, Slim, Duran. After a dozen years since Pleasure and Pain, 112 came back with Q, Mike, Slim, Duran released independently on E1 Music. It has an updated sound with different cadences and beat selections from the boys from Atlanta. It's hard to say they fit right into what was going on musically at the time, but they gave it a good shot with tracks like Lucky and One's For You," The project also features a collab fans had waited years for, Jagged Edge. Both of us were spearheaded by J.E.'s Casey Brothers, but it felt a decade too late. Faith Evans is featured on an interlude that reminds us of what was special about the Bad Boy era, not just with rap, but R&B too. They got us thinking about other members of Bad Boy's R&B roster. Faith, Carl Thomas, Total, Day 26. Who's your favorite R&B act from Bad Boy? Number four, Pleasure and Pain. This was 112's fifth album and their first to earn them a parental advisory label. More on that later. By 2005, they were securely out of the bad boy camp. Though they did call back to previous collaborators like Mario Winans, they were working with a new roster including Jermaine Dupri, Jonte Austin, Brian Michael Cox, and Sean Garrett. Usher 2 has a writing credit on Last to Know. Now for the highlights. You already know was the major single that came from this project, peaked at number 32. It has a Murder, Inc. remix featuring Ja Rule and Harry O, and a Rockefeller remix featuring Foxy Brown. If I Hit featuring T.I. is also a solid album cut. Speaking of album cuts, Closing the Club featuring Three Six Mafia is what got the boys caught up with the censors. When was the last time you heard somebody say nads? Anyway, overall, this was their second top 10 album and the album went gold. Number 3. Room 112 Released just two years after their debut, 112's sophomore effort Room 112 hoped to capitalize on their previous success. The lead single Love Me featuring Mace and a well placed Luther Vandross sample and a not so well timed Jay Z diss from Mace. (laughs) Platinum niche, platinum whips, nobody got no platinum hits. It went gold, and a follow up anywhere featuring Lil Zane went gold too. The group released four singles in all to promote this album, the last being Your Letter, a ballad written by Diane Warren and Chris Kello. The album was platinum within a year and double platinum in 2002. Number two, 112. Taking their name from a popular Atlanta nightclub and their influence from Boys to Men, among others, Daron, Slim, Q, and Mike released their self titled double platinum debut album in 1996. 112, were the second R&B act signed to Puff Daddy's Bad Boy Records after Faith Evans and with her support. The new group did more of the songwriting than you might expect, along with Steven Jordan, aka Stevie J, and other Bad Boy hitmen. They released three singles from this album. Debut single Only You featuring Notorious B.I.G. and the Fire Bad Boy Remix featuring Big and Mace. Both versions were separately released as singles. Come See Me, featuring Mr. Cheeks, which isn't as widely known, and Cupid, their babyface-inspired single. Because what do you do when you want a babyface song but you don't have babyface money? You write one yourself. And they hit this one out of the park. Cupid became an instant classic and sold more than a million copies. We mentioned the Boys to Men influence earlier, and that's because Tim Kelly and Bob Robinson, BKA, Tim and Bob, produced several tracks for this project. Originally slated for Boys to Men's sophomore album, but the group's Motown Boss had another idea for the Philly Natives. Except for the singles, the second half is stronger than the first. Things pick up around the middle with the Bad Boy Roll Call on the Keep It Real interlude and Bad Boy Remix of Only You we mentioned before. Second half highlights include I Will Be There, In Love With You, and This Is Your Day. Number 1 Part 3 This was their last album on Bad Boy Arista and they made it count. After multiple world tours, they were back and home in a booth and dropped some heat in 2001. It was the strongest start of the first three albums and all three singles back to back at the top of this project. Dance With Me produced by Duran, It's Over Now, also Duran, and featuring a piece of Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five songs White Line's Don't Don't Do It, which also can be heard on Mob Deep's Quiet Storm and Peaches and Cream, which is the only track on the album to have a direct Sean Combs credit. Puff was also the EP of this project. The production was stronger, synth-infused, and upbeat with more edge, different from the traditional R&B production they'd employed on previous albums. Tim and Bob, who had been the architects of the first two albums, only have two tracks on part three. Daron racked up eight. Mario Winans has three, and R. Kelly has one too. They continue to showcase the voices of all the members with various lead changes and tight harmonies. Part 3 is well-balanced thematically and has something for every R&B fan. It went double platinum and earned the group their first and only Grammy nomination for Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group. What do you think? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to like, comment, tap in with the super thanks, and subscribe so you don't miss a list. Until next time, I'm QB, I'll see you then.